0: You're about to listen to the audio-only version of my hit series, Debunked. That's right, there is video, but it's only viewable on The Daily Wire. So if you enjoy this episode, head on over to dailywire.com slash subscribe to gain access to both seasons plus so much more. Use promo code Debunk for 20% off. When you do anything in life, there's one way to do it, and then maybe there's a smarter way to do it. You might already be investing in cryptocurrency, but did you know you can trade Bitcoin, Ethereum, and over 80 other cryptocurrencies in a tax-advantaged IRA? With an Alto Crypto IRA, you can trade crypto like Bitcoin and avoid or defer the taxes. Alto offers alternative investment opportunities like private companies, crypto funds, real estate, venture capital, and more. Alto Crypto IRA in particular is a great way to start investing and trading in crypto with a tax-advantaged retirement account. No commissions, no paperwork. Alto makes investing in crypto incredibly easy. Create an account in just a few minutes, invest, with as little as $10. Just create the account transfer funds, start investing today. Through Alto's integration with Coinbase, you get secure trading 24-7, 150-plus available coins on their interface, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano. Alto offers industry-leading security, the advanced encryption standard for wallets and private keys, and alternative investment opportunities through some of the world's most recognized platforms and fund partners. Get started today. Open an Alto crypto IRA with as little as $10. Just go to altoira.com slash debunked. It's A-L-T-O-I-R-A dot com slash debunked. Start investing in cryptocurrency today. Go to altoira.com slash debunked. There's an incredible app everybody who buys gas needs to know about, Upside. So here's the thing. You're paying way too much for gas right now. Thanks, Joe Biden. My listeners are earning cash back, however, for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code Shapiro for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Upside. Download the app for free. Use promo code Shapiro for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. You can earn cash back at grocery stores, restaurants, and with takeout too. You can cash out anytime to your bank account or get an e-gift card for select retailers and brands. Just download the free Upside app. Use promo code Shapiro. Get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Use my promo code Shapiro right now. That is promo code Shapiro again. You're paying 100 bucks plus every time you fill up the tank. Why exactly wouldn't you figure out a way to lower that cost? Here's a great way. Download that Upside app today in the App Store or Google Play and download it for free. And then use promo code Shapiro for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up. Cash back right now. Listen, there's no way to blame people who don't believe in God because they've experienced enormous amounts of personal pain. God is apart from human beings. And if we understood the mind of God, then we would be like God in his totality, which we are not. That does not mean that you're not feeling the pain that you are feeling. It doesn't mean you don't have a right to feel angry at God. But understand that the struggle with God is a part of religion itself. Being a religious believer is the consistent struggle with the logic of the universe. And that seems to me a deeper and more fulfilling struggle than simply pretending the universe has no meaning at all. God, according to atheists, is an unnecessary hypothesis. The universe just is. We just are. There's no reason to search for a creator, to posit that he cares about us, to suggest that there is some higher power that bridges the gap from what is to how things ought to be. You say, um, uh, there's a God. I say, can you prove that? You say no, I say I don't believe you then. Atheism is more than mere agnosticism which suggests that it is impossible to know whether God exists. By that definition of agnosticism, many religious people are agnostic. Atheism, however, adamantly opposes the idea of a God who stands behind nature. You scorn churches and the concept of God. Are these accurate criticisms? Uh, yes. Atheism often claims that religion corrupts mankind. If you want to make good people do wicked things, you'll need religion. That the notion of a God blinds men to the truths around them. That science is directly opposed to the idea of a creator. Do you give them an A at least for trying to reconcile faith and reason? I don't think they're reconcilable. None of these things are true. Let's begin with the idea that God is an unnecessary hypothesis. It's difficult to imagine an argument in which God is utterly unnecessary. That is because all human logic is rooted in certain basic assumptions about the nature of the world and about reason that are completely unmoored from the dictates of evolutionary biology. First, we make claims of objective truth, truth that exists independent of human minds. How does such truth exist? Based on the dictates of evolutionary biology, our ability to comprehend a truth should really be no more than our ability to think whatever is most evolutionarily beneficial for us and our genetic descendants. But we don't believe that we think 2 plus 2 equals 4 because it's evolutionarily beneficial. We believe 2 plus 2 equals 4 always and everywhere because it's true. And that bespeaks a truth beyond the merely material. Second, we make claims with regard to morality. But what is morality without a baseline assumption that human beings have inherent worth? Even utilitarian philosophies, the attempt to ignore moral right and wrong in favor of consequentialist outcomes, the greatest good for the greatest number, for example, has to assume something about what makes an outcome good or bad. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. You can't determine the greatest good for the greatest number without determining the greatest good. And that has moral premises that have to be assumed. The belief in any moral oughts require us to believe unprovable truths that must descend from outside ourselves. Third, we live as though we believe in choice as though we are capable of making decisions in some way based on our own will. What in materialism would allow for such choice? How would such choice come about? If we're just balls of meat wandering around in space, how exactly do we make choices? God is necessary for these thoughts, or at least the possibility of God. Trash God altogether, and you can't explain why you would believe in objective truth or morality or even your own ability to choose. This, of course, Einstein hated because he said God doesn't play dice with the universe. Einstein was wrong. God does play dice. There are those atheists who claim that logic ought to forbid God, that belief in God is not merely unevidenced, but actually irrational. I was suggesting that somebody as intelligent as Jesus would have been an atheist if he had known what we know today. In the words of Adam Gopnik writing for The New Yorker, those who are atheists have, quote, a monopoly on legitimate forms of knowledge about the natural world. But that isn't true. As it turns out, there are a bevy of logically consistent arguments offered on behalf of God. Take for example, the first cause proof advanced by Aristotle as refined by Thomas Aquinas. Edward Fazer lays out the argument in his book, Five Proofs of the Existence of God. The argument goes something like this. First, change exists in the world, but all change is the actualization of a potential for that change. So if something is changing, it's because there was a potential for that change in the thing. No potential can be actualized unless something already actual actualizes it. So that means that all change is caused by something already actual. This means either there is an infinite regress of actualizers, or there is a purely actual actualizer. This is sort of like the old joke about the philosopher and the turtle. The philosopher is asked, what supports the Earth? And he says, a turtle. And somebody says, well, what supports the turtle? And he says, another turtle. So what about that one? He says, It's turtles all the way down. The infinite regress argument is just not convincing. There has to be something underlying the final turtle. There has to be one prime cause. That cause can't have any potential. Because if it had potential, something else could activate it into changing. So there is one unchanging cause that is purely actual. That is the thing that we call God, and it actualizes all of the other changes. There are several logically coherent arguments for God. That does not mean the arguments are dispositive. But the notion that it is illogical to believe in God is untrue. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man (laughs) living in the sky. Now, atheists frequently suggest that science has killed God. But as we've seen, science itself requires certain presuppositions outside of science. As mathematician Kurt Gödel stated, any internally consistent system of mathematical axioms cannot be completely comprehensive. There must be assumptions made outside the system. Atheists claim that the evolutionary process relieved the need for God. After all, if God wasn't directing the process of the creation of human beings in the literalistic interpretation of the biblical creation story, who needed God? The problem, of course, is that evolution is an extraordinarily complex process that does not forestall the possibility of a directing hand. Stephen Meyer, an intelligent design advocate, points out that the transmission of information via cellular processes looks an awful lot like an intelligent creator transmitting information. Our experience of the world shows that what we recognize as information invariably reflects the prior activity of conscious and intelligent persons. What then should we make of the presence of information in living organisms? The biggest scientific problem for atheists lies in the nature of the universe itself. The Big Bang is the theory that holds that the universe began with the explosion outward of a high-density pinpoint of matter, which sounds an awful lot like the creation story at the beginning of the Bible. How does an entire universe full of energy simply appear out of nothing? The original skepticism of the Big Bang theory was driven in large measure by objections to that similarity. The very specific conditions under which our universe was created that allowed for the development of intelligent human life are often used by believers as proof of God's hand. The so-called fine tuning of the universe for life is extraordinary. If, for example, the strength of the Big Bang had differed by one part in 10 to the 60th power, the universe just would not exist the way that it does right now. If the deistic God thought all that through and set up the laws of physics, then he would have to be damn clever. Atheists claim that just because you won the lottery doesn't mean that you won because somebody intended for you to win the lottery. Somebody had to win. But that doesn't answer the question. If you kept winning the lottery over and over and over and over again, billions of times, at some point, you might suppose that somebody was cheating. Then there's the question of human consciousness. Why are we conscious? Right now, nobody knows the answers. Scientists have presented many theories about it, but none has been sufficient to explain how consciousness arises out of the physical processes of the brain. Physicist Roger Penrose explains, quote, We need a major revolution in our understanding of the physical world in order to accommodate consciousness. Even Richard Dawkins admits that the development of consciousness is, quote, to me, the most profound mystery facing modern biology. Atheists often object to God on the grounds that if God is all good, bad things should not happen to good people. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? They treat this argument as somehow dispositive. But of course, the question of theodicy has been treated by a variety of major religious thinkers over the course of millennia. Suffice it to say that the question of God's motivation is certainly not strong enough to dismiss God himself. Any more than a child can pretend its parents don't exist because sometimes its parents don't stop bad things from happening. Atheists commonly turn to the sins of believers to explain why they oppose belief in God. This is a key point from people like Sam Harris or Richard Dawkins. If religion is good, why are religious believers often so bad? And that's why religion is evil because it can make you do evil things believing that they are good. Of course, one could ask this about any philosophy. Most people are in fact sinful and wicked and have the capacity for good. The question is whether there is a philosophical connection between the religion and what its purported believers do. And more deeply, How are we supposed to judge whether the religion is promoting something morally good or evil without another frame of moral reference? And herein lies the deepest problem of atheism. It cannot establish a moral framework. There is no way to bridge the gap between what is and what ought to be. Atheists can make suggestions, of course. They can express opinions on the matter. They can act morally and decently by the metrics of their society. But atheism itself can make no self-sustaining moral claims on human beings. God is not an unnecessary hypothesis. And the replacement of God in the human heart with gods of other sorts, from the state to the search for subjective authenticity, ends in the worst predations imaginable. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Debunked. If you become a member today, you can stay up to speed on new episodes, view the entire first season available right now. Plus, you can see all this stuff. And let me tell you, the video is way better than just the audio. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use promo code DEBUNKED for 20% off.